0: Hey, 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 world, it's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a brand and visual strategist and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning a Mess into a Beautiful Masterpiece. Happy, happy, happy Wisdom Wednesday, everyone, and so... I hope today that I can, I am able to give you some wisdom. I hope that I'm able to inspire and encourage you to live your best life. And I hope in the process of you living your best life that I too open up my heart and my mind and my spirit to go forth and live my best life. Because we all are in the struggle. Someone may have more money. Some some may have more time, someone may have a husband, some may not, but we all are in the struggle in some form, way, or fashion, and the thing is, is that we are each other's keepers, Um, and I say that so wholeheartedly, a lot of times we don't realize how important we are to one another, how important our words are, how important our actions are, so guys, thank you for listening, anyway. I want you to follow me on Twitter at TamLovesToWrite. I want you to follow me on Instagram, TamLovesToWrite39, as well as my Facebook page, TamLovesToWrite. So guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, how sometimes we don't fear the things that go bump in the night, but the things that go bump in our heart. Have you ever feared loving someone? Have you ever feared opening your mouth and saying the things that are inside your heart? Have you ever seen that special someone, whoever that may be, and you wanted to say, I'm sorry. I love you. I need you. I want you. So many of us live in an ultimate fear. We enclose ourselves Because when we say those words, sometimes it might bite us in the behind. Sometimes it terrorizes us. It leaves a scar on our hearts, our minds, and our souls. I know all too well about the things that go bump in our heart that we fear. And as I was sitting here thinking about the things that go bump in my heart, um... I thought about growing up and growing up. And I remember being around a lot of strong women. And I remember there was a situation where uh, one of the women in my family um, made a mistake. And the the gentleman, I can remember the conversation. It was in front of my Aunt Cookie and my family. And we all were sitting there. And even though I was young and I shouldn't have been in grown folks' business... We lived in a small apartment. You ain't had no choice but to be in the grown folk business, even if you didn't want to. And the guy said, all I ever wanted from you was an apology. All I ever wanted to hear you say is that you truly and genuinely love me and that I want you to fight for me this time. I want you to to put it on the map that you want me as your husband because I've done that for ten to fifteen years and now I'm tired of fighting. And when he walked out the door, she started crying. And she said, I fear saying those words. I fear saying I'm sorry because maybe he gonna make me live up to his expectations. And I thought that's a powerful I that now As I thought about that situation, how powerful that is. How many of us fear living up to the expectations of the people that we love. And I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about intimate relationships. A lot of us are too powerful to say, I'm sorry. A lot of us are in lack and or in need of intimacy because I'm a strong black woman. I'm a strong Caucasian woman. I'm a strong Asian woman. And you know what? Brother look better good over there because I got this. I can do bad by myself. Right? And it ain't even about doing bad by yourself. But sometimes we done made some mistakes. We didn't say some words that shattered hearts and we didn't pull our, ourselves away from people because of past hurts and upsets and dramas and traumas in our lives. And we don't want to admit it, that we blaming the brother for some stuff somebody else didn't did. And even if we think, you know, he could have just left the tallest seat up and we're like, yep, he's going to cheat on me because the last person that left the tallest seat up, um, that's what he did. That's a sign. I got to run like <laughs> I got to run like a forest cause listen, he didn't let the dollar seat up. that means he cheating. If a woman compliments him and he just walking out the out the door, yeah, she complimenting him she she F'ing him She screwing him. He don't want me no more cause sometimes our insecurities speak without using words, without using actions right. We don't have to say that we're insecure to show it, no matter how big, bad, and boss babe we are, no matter how much we are the queen of the pack, sometimes our insecurities speak because we fear losing. you know the power of loss is 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 something that we um have mastered, right when lost when we think we are about to lose, it's like we in a chess game. You ever seen somebody in a chess game and they flipped so if you if you never grew up in New York City, um, I used to go down to um down to lower Manhattan and I would watch people in the park play chess. And when that gentleman was about to lose, he would cause a distraction. He would flip the table. He would he would take things and he would um, they would cause a distraction or you, man, you cheating and, and disrupt the whole game and cause an argument. How many of you are flipping the chess tables or the checker tables? I, I, how many of you are, are causing confusion because you think you're going to lose. So you want to be the, you want to be the winner in your relationship. So you say, I'll quit. You don't have to fire me. I'm and I can speak that because I'm the queen of that. Let me tell you something. I'm like <laughs> you ain't got to fire me. I quit. I'm good at it. I mastered it, right? And it's because sometimes those bumps and those that that the biggest thing that I fear is loss. And the grief from loss is, is just to me is so. I'm I'm used to it, right? So when you fear it you rather be the one that your victory, at least you believe that your victory is. You know what? I left first. And a lot of times when you got to own up to your ish, you got to look that person in the face and say, you know what? I wasn't ready to leave you. I love you. There's a scene in Mar- Being Mary Jane. If anybody knows me, that's one of my favorite shows, Being Mary Jane. And it's my favorite Favorite show. Um, and I, I love it because it shows the true perspective of what African American women go through in a relationship. And there's a part when her best friend says, I don't want to fall in love with this dude. Right? Nope. I'm looking like some young school girl. I don't want to. It. And it's a scene where he says, Tell me you don't love me. And she sits there and lies from the rooter to the tutor. It says, I don't love you. I'm good. You know, and this is too much for me because when true love comes in, sometimes it doesn't always come in the way we expect it, right? And you be like, wait a minute, hold up. He's showing interest in me? What, did he take you? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. He just, y'all, I said this to a friend today. Y'all, is he buying dinner? Oh, my God, he paid a light bill. Wait a minute. He actually cares about my opinion. And not only is he... And he's not just hearing me. Oh my God, I'm about to cry. He's listening. Sometimes we get scared of that. Some of us get so scared of that homeboy saying, Listen. Boo. I'm listening. You're like, what? Daddy, li- <laughs> Daddy listening? I mean... Girl, he listening. <laughs> you know, because that's a key factor. And when we figure out that he is listening, we realize that mm, we realize that he gets you. And sometimes we ain't ready for it. Because it causes a bump in the heart and the things that we thought, and it tears down some walls. You know, them emotional walls that we built up, that protection of being boss babe, I don't need him, I got me. But now at night, you're missing his hugs, and you're missing his kisses, and you're you're missing the very existence of him by your side. And that scares the ish out of y'all. It's breaking some hearts tonight, and I know that by me saying this, that people are like, oh, right? But I'm hitting some nerves because a lot of times we can complain about what we don't have, but when we have it, sometimes we don't even recognize it. Or we do recognize it, but we're so scared of it. Let me tell you, that fear factor is a summer month-ish, right? Right? We scared of it. We like, oh, wait a minute. He cleaned. He, listen, he cooked and cleaned and he sent me flowers. Red flag. He <laughs> ever be like, Red, what do you want? What do you want? He got to want something from me because th- the men that I've been involved with in the past don't do that. And if they did, it's because they did something wrong or they're about to do something wrong or they want something from me. You know? Because we have stinking thinking about relationships. We have stinking thinking about how we perceive the men that we love. Or in, in some people's cases, the women that they love. You have... We, we on we on defense mode. We like... Listen, we like the FBI and the detectives. Now, I work for people who are law enforcement. And let me tell you, I know that I work for law enforcement. <laughs> It's so funny because he reacts be asking so many questions. I'd be like, wait a minute, let me make sure. I if I have the investigation, could you just ask me about why this person ain't come to work and I ain't even with him? Y'all get what I'm saying? Some of us have put up our own red flags out of fear. Some of us don't deal with certain things because our fear has told us not to. Our bump in our hearts are real. Guys, I get it, cause I know, but the bump in my heart—I been boom, boom. I'm like, hell no, uh, uh-uh. uh, hell no. I'll be running for the border. He was nice to me, you know. Um, and so I—I I've, I've come to that conclusion that sometimes we're not afraid of the things that bump in the dark. We're more afraid of allowing ourselves to love, allowing ourselves to like, allowing ourselves to trust, allowing ourselves to be in. Friendships and business relationships and all of those things. For me, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm petrified because I done been hurt. I done been through some things. I got some scars. I got some scars, and I got some upsets and I got some hurts. And I've mentored people who have did, took the ideas that I mentored and listen. I didn't loved on two, 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 three people and and he hurt me, and I can't I can't do that again. I don't know if he's real or not. I can deal with the bumps in the night, right? I can deal with the things that scare me. I can deal with the things that suddenly fall and the scary movies that replay in my memories. But the one of the biggest and toughest movies to to replay is the movie of my broken heart. The movie of my scars and my hurt. So I gotta I gotta protect me. Because I need to sleep a little bit peacefully in the two to three hours I sleep. I need to know that if I get up, that ain't nobody going to come and and tackle me down and break my heart. So I got to be on red flag mode, baby, baby. So I'm going to push you away. I'm going to push you away before you push me away. I'm going to walk away before you walk away from me. And I could be hurting myself. I could be damaging the very person that I am and losing my shot at love because I'm scared and shit. I'm scared. So last night I told myself I'm going to operate in my freedom no matter how scary that shit is. I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to love in a way that I'm going to look at each opportunity as a lesson, because some of us need to be taught how to love, and some of us need to be taught how to receive love and accept it, and not think, and not always have our negative thinking, and I, I'm not telling you not to be in red flag mode, but I do think that sometimes we so up in the red flag mode that we don't even see the blessing. We don't even see the blessing. We don't even we're not even receiving the lesson and understanding that we are afraid of what bumps in our heart, but we are blocking our opportunity. That if somebody can love you so deeply and take your ish, cause some of us chicks got some ish going on. Some of us chicks got some stuff that even though we fly. And even though we got our hair did and we look good and we dress good and we smell good, some of us are so tough, some of us so gangster hard against these dudes, they be like, man, listen, <laughs> I was just going to give you some, I, I I, was I was just saying, do you want to go out to dinner? But you didn't curse me out and tell me that I didn't pay the bills, I didn't pay the life. If I can't get my life together and I just want to take you out to dinner. It was so crazy because my brother, who is anti-pro bro, he loves his sister to the to the hill, and I love my brother. My brother is my best friend, and and so he said to me, "But to marry you hard, you haven't even you, you let." He and he said this to me, and it hit me. It hit me differently. He was like, "Why you keep letting your children's father steal?" Your opportunity to love. Because I promise you, um, homeboy done been loved 3, 4, 15, 20 times. And you still waiting. You still hard on you. You punishing you for his bad behavior. And that's your fault. You can't get mad at him or anybody else for moving on with their life. Because you so hard on yourself that you ain't even allowing mister to come in. No mister. Well, I'm not gonna date, and I ain't gonna get, I ain't gonna do this, and I'm not gonna do that, because I don't want to get hurt again. You allow somebody to exene your chances on love, happiness, and peace, and not saying that you don't have it for yourself, but it's nothing powerful than a team and a woman having a companion. Because he went all biblical on me, I think he was, you know, he was a little high, but you know, that's that's another story. He was a biblical on me. He said Adam needed Eve. And Eve needed Adam. And you sitting up here sitting alone, letting your letting your your yourself tell yourself, I don't deserve this. That's what it's saying to you. Every time you shoot somebody down, he said, Ain't nothing wrong. You can you you can't even figure out the playing ground. And a lot of us can't figure out the playing ground because we won't even go out and play. Right? We won't even go out and play. And I'm speaking for me. I won't even. I'm not even going out. I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. It's men's out there. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's handsome men out there. Wait a minute. They educated and got a job. Wait a minute. One of them said, do you want to go out to dinner? Why you want to take me out to dinner? You know I'm a plus-size girl, right? Right? You know I got all them kids at my house. And they're friends, too. You know that, right? Wait a minute. And you know what? I got this, Here's all my issues. I need you to read these and let me know if you still want to go out on a date with me. So two things. We either scare him away or we, we didn't tell him all so bad. Like, well, what you want with me? Why you want to go out on a date with me? Sounds familiar, y'all? I know it's my story. Right? And I'm not ashamed of my story. I guess that's why people think I'm crazy and twisted. But... If we don't tell our stories, we're not going to heal. We can't turn our mess into a masterpiece because some of us are so locked in our mess of fear. My biggest mess is loneliness and fear, right? I feel loneliness, but I ain't taking no chances, right? I ain't going out there in the playing field. Like I said, I'll be looking outside. i would be like, oh, my God, it's a man trying to talk to me. I <laughs> honey, I will go in the high mode, I'll be running in the bathroom, I almost did it today at work, but I realized I didn't want to get fired, guy was just talking and having a conversation with me, and I was, let me tell you, I went into fear factor, I was like, oh my God, a man is talking to me, I'm like, I don't know how to date, my brother said, because you ain't never been on one, you ain't even tried to go on a date, he said, you won't know how to date if you don't answer, like, yes, I'll go, you 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 already decided before he said hello. Can I take you out to dinner? You like no, cause you are asshole. <laughs> I had already decided. He said you don't know. You don't know none of his background, but you have shot homeboy down before he even. he would like he was like damn. I ain't gonna ask her no more. We do that to ourselves. So guys, why are we doing that? Because in this day and age, a lot of us got some baggage. Right. We got some babbage, and we got some issues, and yes, I said babbage. Some of us got some stuff going on in our hearts and minds, and we got some keys, I, and, you know, and, I, and I ain't going to let nobody hurt me because I know that's my defense mode. I live by that. mm let me stay in my corner, but we missing out on life. We missing out on some blessings and some opportunity, and we are afraid because if we go out in the playing ground, we think we might get hurt you know and i can share this trend a lot of me a lot of times i left Lloyd because i was so afraid to love him as much as i loved him and as, I, as much as i love him now we have we are very cl- we are very close cuz we i can understand him and he can understand me but a lot of times i was afraid to love i would immediately go into defensive mode and i know that for a fact i know that for a fact Right. Guy would try to talk to me and I would find a thousand. And then when I would, you know, separate from him, I'd be like, well, I remember going on this thing. Um, somebody told me to go on a dating site and I put my little profile up there. I kid you all not, I still get hit. Right. And this guy was trying to talk to me so hard. I was just like so mean. And he said, he said, you not, he said, you just like the rest of the women, you bitter." You didn't let some man make you bitter and broken. And I cried for about five days because he was speaking the truth. Guys, are y'all hiding yourselves because y'all allow some dude to make you bitter and broken? Have you let him put so much of a fear in your heart that he's taking your chance? Because here's the thing, and I see it all the time, and I'm speaking of experience, Right. Dude did broke up with you, he didn't cheated on you, he didn't dogged you out, he didn't do did some major, some major, major ish to you. And he didn't wanna get married again and loving again and you sitting in the corner crying. Talking about, I don't want no man because he hurt me. Who losing? Are we losing? Yeah, we are. Because we let him win every time we tell some mister no. And I'm not telling y'all girls to be, and women, young women and and older women and people who are afraid today to go out and just allow yourself to be used up and abused up. But not everybody's a user and abuser. And I got to get into that. I got to get that in my head. And I got to love freely because if we are loving in a sense of we want to be loved, we got to take some risk. Some of us not going to the playground because we don't we don't wanna we don't wanna take the risk and then get mad because dude then got married again or dude got a girl or dude then moved on. He took a risk. And he and no matter how messed up of a dude he is, get this. Y'all ready to receive this? Raise your hands up in the air. He didn't stop living because he messed up on you. But in another breath, a lot of y'all have stopped living. Because he messed up on you. And that's backwards. Guys, we got to stop doing ourselves dirty. We got to stop being in fear of the things that go bump in our heart. And stop lying to ourselves and our hearts and our minds and our spirits. And saying we don't want to be loved. And we don't want relationships. And we don't want a man. Because we we afraid. And we hurt. And yes, I said we afraid. Not afraid, but frayed. Some of us is real afraid to go out here, and we so angry and bitter at the other guy that we allow him to win double, triple time. Real talk, my brother painted that picture to me, and I I couldn't even I couldn't even get mad at him because usually we have you know some serious arguments about relationships, and he said to me, "But sis, you you put you on punishment. How many relationships did you?" Did, did your dudes, did, whatever the situation is, how many relationships they had? How many you had? Why you punishing you? Why you not taking that dinner date? Why you not? I ain't going to let nobody hurt him. He, he taking a risk. You punishing you because of what he did. And it's the truth. Stop punishing yourselves, ladies. Stop. We got to stop. And I'm saying that to you. And I wish that I had my brother on here. I'm actually going to get him to do a podcast with me. I love to hear your thoughts your feelings and your emotions and let me tell you he is so raw um so Sunday guys I'm going to have uh, I am going to have a guest and he's going to be talking about his book Al Mesa and I think it's dope because um yeah he's writing a book about Al Mesa aka Glock Mommy um D'Artagnan Will A. Williams is a very very great writer um amazing storyteller um his niche in his genre is crime fiction and he takes you on a journey I I, not because he's my friend and not because I I worked on his book with him and signed his covers and have been you know working with him for over a year but because he's just a damn good writer so guys join me Sunday at four o'clock and we're going to be talking about his book Al Mesa and we're actually going to be doing an actual interview so I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. Um, and I want to, like I said, I do want to bring my brother on to have some great conversations and just really hear his view. Because I think a lot of times blah is broke, lonely, angry, and horny, but we we, we live stuck and um, we put ourselves in isolation because of bad behaviors of other people. We punish ourselves and, and, and we... We live in fear, and we operate in fear when, when it comes to relationships. And you know, and I, and I, and I, you know, the one thing I said to my brother was, "Listen, I, I can't do it again. My heart can't take it no more." He said, "Well, your heart, you won't even allow you. I, of course, you can't take it anymore. You haven't even given your heart the chance to experience real love. You haven't given your heart the experience. And if you haven't given your heart the experience, of course, that's all you're going to see." is the doom and gloom of new love, of new relationships, of new friendships, of new business partnerships. You know, it goes hand in hand, guys. Um, If you're not confident in yourself, and when I say that, you can have the dopest businesses, you can have everything under the sun, but if you're not confident in you, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. So, guys, again, thank you so much for listening to me. My name is... Tamara Brown, who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a brand and visual strategist. I again want to thank you for listening to Blah Diaries, broke, lonely, angry, and horny, turning your mess into a beautiful masterpiece. Guys, please stay and follow me, and follow me on Twitter at Tam To Write. Follow me on Instagram Tam Loves To Write. Also follow me on Twitter. I mean, no, at Instagram, write 39 Guys, also check out my website, www.TamLovesToWrite.com. And listen, perfection is this, at least trying. Ask yourself, are you allowing your fear factor of the things that bump in your heart stop you from loving at another level? Please don't let that dude who may have acted as a devil steal your joy. Still, your chance at your true love and happiness. Guys, be kind to one another. Be kind to yourself. Support a local author. And, guys, I'm out. Have a good day. Bye bye.